Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. episode 97 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. Health and wellness. Holistic mind, body, and spirit, y'all. The Trinity. You can't have one without the other. Common sense. We're just talking about that divine wisdom. We're talking about that that um, universal power that resides within all of us, that all of us have access to, and all more often than not, we don't tap into, we don't use it to our advantage. That's what we're talking about here, y'all. I, I man, ooh, man, oh man. 2018 man I I just gotta I gotta bow to it for real because I don't remember what episode it was at the top of the year (laughs) and I was like I'm signing up for the challenge you know it's the next level that I want that I desire that I'm willing to endure I'm willing to confront I'm willing to release whatever, any person, anything, any circumstance, any way of thinking. That that was a declaration that I made. And life is like, bet. And, you know, I don't know for anybody else. You know, I don't get deep into astrology. I know enough for my, for my understanding, right? And... You know, every now and then I'll 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 explore. I, I I tread a fine line with it because this this is the deal with study. And study is important. Don't let me don't listen, be so that I'm clear. I am not trying to suggest that study is not good because it is and I do it often. Every day, literally. But you got to sometimes be careful where you got to let up off of it a little bit because if not you become so saturated with the thoughts of another that you're no longer creating thoughts for yourself right and so you know if you've been following what's been going on energetically and with the stars and you know the planets and retrograde and the eclipse and all those things i guess it would make sense you know what many of us have been experiencing like i said i don't go deep with it because i don't want i see people get so caught up in astrology that they're looking forward to things happening based on their understanding and to me, no, 
that's not that's that's not the goal right you don't want to become a slave to your beliefs and you don't want to forget that above all your mind and your belief creates all there's there there is not that other things are happening that ultimately determine what you experience in the physical let us be clear it is your mind it is you as a creator so part of me is like i don't really give a damn what the technical reason is behind why things are happening the way they're happening right my job is to master me and my experience so that I operate in my power as a creator that knowing, knowing, key right here, knowing that it is my mind, right, that I create in the non-physical what I experience in the physical, point blank, period. And that's a whole nother discussion, you know, but just kind of talking about what different people are experiencing. And just the shifts it, there's a shift that's taking place you know consciousness is is rising there is evolution that is constantly happening that nobody can stop and it's a beautiful thing some people unfortunately are going to be or going to find themselves what's the word overtaken by the moment it's going to be too much their staying power is going to be tested and ultimately they're going to fail like these periods of quote unquote down moments or trying times where it, where yourself is i don't want to say pushing you right that's not really what i'm going for but it is a expansion that's happening that many of us are causing more distress in our life because we're putting up resistance. And now on the other hand, there are those of us who take this as for what it is. We know that all things work together for good. We know that there are there is technically no bad moments. There is technically no down moments that each moment is moving you closer. Each moment is teaching you something. There is a lesson. There is a point of you putting yourself under the microscope, you assessing, you dealing with generational curses, you dealing with, you know, um deep trauma. And you come out of this, you literally go through a period where yourself is broken down to nothing, right? It is the dying and the rebirth that when you come out of these moments, whoa, whoa, and I just feel the tide turning. I just feel the tide turning. Like all of what I planned for this year up until this point, for the most part, I ain't gonna lie to you. It ain't happened and it don't matter. And it don't matter because the journey up until this point, what I've gained in the last eight months, the insight, the experience, the lessons. Woo. Oh, man. And I'm ready. I just feel it. I don't know about anybody else. Like August has opened some doors like, woo. Oh, that's what we talking about. That that was a long intro, but I'm, I, the topic today 
and everything is coming together. This is what being, to me, awareness is, being conscious is, is that your eyes, you, you have a way to, to see things that you, know, that you used to didn't see. Things stand out to you. Um, you're able to notice and see a connection between everything. So that's what we're talking about, right? What happens? I mean, my journey this summer with my garden has been interesting. But but I just drew from it like, damn, what happens when the harvest don't come? What, what harvest? I mean, I mean, what happens when the harvest doesn't come? Like, <laughs> and this is the lessons from my garden this summer. So long story short. All right, so normally I would grow. If you're interested in trying to begin to just grow something for yourself, like, you know, I would just like to start. You don't have to have no big garden. You get a pot, you put some dirt in it. To me, the easiest thing to start with are tomatoes, cucumbers, zucchini, like lettuce, pretty much like your salad. It's really the easiest thing to start with. Now, in previous years, that's what I've done. And man, I would just get so much like that. I'll bag it up, give it to my neighbors so, or, or whoever wanted something, right? Cool. So last year I was like, I'm about to do this thing. I'm about to do this gardening thing. I'm going to get my garden in the backyard, do a raised bed. Cause I got, you know, I moved and I had the space to do it. Cool. Well, last year it was a little iffy because I didn't get a lot. I got a little bit and it was bizarre because I was like, damn, how was I able to get so much produce when I was growing this out of a pot? Now I put it outside in a nice little garden. So I'm like, huh. So I'm, I'm chalking it up to the dirt. I'm chalking it up to I didn't buy good seeds because I got them from Home Depot. So, yeah. All right. Bet. I'm going to get me some better seeds. This is, this is me talking about planting for this summer, right? So I'm like, I'm going to get me, I'm going to contact, you know, I'm going to find me some real seeds, right? Some heirloom seeds, some organic seeds, cool. And then I said I was going to create me some compost. Now, compost is pretty much you create your own dirt. How do you do that? You you gather the scraps from your kitchens, not, not me now, not, okay. Fruits and vegetables, like all of the scraps, banana peelings orange peelings whatever you don't eat the the core of the apple you collect that outside and you have to make sure you have a good um balance of what is it nitrogen and is it nitrogen and carbon or nitrogen and oxygen don't get me the line but you got to put add some leaves to it too right so it actually breaks down the balance is pretty good there and basically that's what happened i, I did that starting last fall Come this spring, I had it all decomposed. I had some nutritious dirt, so I thought, right? So I'm ready. I'm ready. I need y'all to follow me now. I'm I'm trying to get you into the mindset of when you ready, when you got all your ingredients, right? You following the steps. You know that you're doing A, B, and C. You know, one plus two equals three. Cool. So I planted that. I mean, I had a right. I'm like, yes. Started on time, you know, the break of the, the, the frost, you know, what was it, the end of April, I think. I'm ready. Uh, this is August, so probably even June. I'm like, something is off. Something is off because 
it was sprouting out like it was greening. So it was growing tall and wide, but there was no produce. And I knew there was a problem. I immediately knew there was a problem. Now, the first thing that I assessed was, okay, damn. <laughs> I got so hyped. And when I ordered my seeds, they just gave me such a wide variety. I planted everything. I had watermelon, cucumber, zucchini, um, green peppers, red peppers, lettuce. Damn, it was broccoli. Um, I had a little bit of everything. But for the space that I put it in, I'm like, okay, I probably planted too much in this small space. Right? It's not able to pull. It's too much. They're trying to get too much. The plants are trying to pull too much nutrients from this one space. I'm like, all right. Damn. All right. I got a decision to make. I got a decision to make. Okay. I'm going to have to prune some of this. I'm going to have to pull some of this up in order to save it. I got to I gotta risk losing some versus risking losing all of it. Something got to be sacrificed. Woo! Stay with me. Stay with me, right? So I did that. I did that. And I'm like, this is it, right? Now, I knew things were, were, were going good because the plants were flowering. So typically, the flower comes first, you know, on the plant that you're growing. And then out of the flower, boom. There's your produce, there's your cucumber, there's your tomato, there's your whatever, whatever it is you're growing, right? Cool. But it was still slow. And going into July, I'm like, damn. Huh. I don't really know. I don't know. I, don't know. I got some good fertilizer, so I thought. So I went out there, I'm looking, and I see one little cucumber. I see another one. It's like a half one. Long story short, it's August, mid-August. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing, baby. I got one. Okay, I shouldn't say nothing. So I got one big-ass cucumber out there that's been hanging and is overly sized and is still yellow, hasn't even green, right? And I got another little bitty, I don't know if it's a pepper in the back. Like, I have nothing, y'all nothing now <sighs> not a gardening expert i'm learning right so all of those of you who are feel free to send me some pointers okay now several things that some of my gardening friends did say that made sense they said did you check the ph of the dirt and i'm like damn as much as i know about the importance of ph to living things i didn't check the ph of the dirt i have no clue because it wouldn't matter whatever else that I've done if the pH of the dirt is off, boom. Then um, I was told the importance of having flowers nearby because it's the bees that have to pollinate the flowers that then lead to the growth of the produce, right? I'm like, yeah, my backyard been jacked up because it's a long story. And... I didn't have the, as many flowers planted out back that I normally do. I'm like, okay, damn, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, it was something else that somebody else suggested. But long story short, I have nothing. I prepared. I planted a seed. I nurtured the seed. I gave it water. I made sure it had adequate sunshine. And 
I still came up with nothing. What do you do? What do you do when the harvest don't come? Like when you follow the steps, y'all, when you do all of what they said you're supposed to do and you still don't see the fruit of your labor. What do you do, man? This is one of the things that I struggled with in church, man. When I was in the church and I would see my, especially my parents, man, they have just struggled for so long. And you and, and many, 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 many other people in the church. And you just start to wonder, like, you, you, we come into church and we fall out. I mean, literally, I ain't talking about figuratively, literally fall out all over and we shout everywhere and 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 we say these little songs that we like little verses we like sing little songs that make us feel good and we leave and when we look at our life we have nothing to show for it i'm like what 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 is the story what's the lesson How, how is it that you can come week after week and you, you don't ever grow to the point to where you are now self-sustainable. How, how is it that they tell you to come in and do X, Y, Z, right? To keep yourself. But how you don't tell me what to do when I'm out? Why you ain't tell me what to do when the harvest don't come? When I, Okay, don't even get me started. Y'all know, y'all know I, I, I can go off on a tangent with that. The point is... The question is, what do you do when the harvest doesn't come? What do you do? This is important. This is important. Because sometimes things are not going to look the way you think they should look. I don't, I don't care what it is that you are doing. If, if you are trying to uh, reverse some illnesses, if you're just trying to get your health together, whether you're trying to you know, obtain financial success, there are going to be points that you hit when you're going to plant a seed. And the harvest doesn't come when you expect it to. And it doesn't look the way <laughs> you expect it to look. And the lessons, it's like, so what's the lesson here? What, what, what can we gain from this? What can we gather from this? Other than the obvious, you know, I told you the things that I can do physically, right? Or tangibly that I can do that I'll reset because know this. Oh, I'm not going, I'm not going to stop. You think we're not going back at it again next year? Matter of fact, I'm going to do some winter things as well. Just going to reset. That's it. Right. But. As I was thinking through it, and I can see my garden from my office at home, I, where I can look out the window and I'm looking at it, and I just see all this green, and it's full. It looks bountiful, but it ain't no fruit. <laughs> what are you willing to look like a fool for? Right? That was the first thought that came to my mind as I was sitting there looking. And I, I have so many ideas all the time, right? And I know I get on my husband's nerves with it. And there's certain, and as I'm trying to navigate this whole plant world, you know, the ongoing joke in the house is that I have a black finger. 
a black thumb rather that's what it's called and i rebuke that okay <laughs> so i had a little bumps you know little bruises i've killed a few plants i don't know i'm not gonna say i killed them i'm just saying they happen not to have lived after they've come in my possession <laughs> but what are you willing to look like a fool for what what is the pursuit right when the harvest doesn't come what do you do because that's always the question when you hit the point in life right the point of your health right your 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 journey to success and the harvest doesn't come the first question you always got to ask yourself is now what because you at that moment you gotta you, you you have an important decision to make because you can chalk it up as an ale and say this is proof this is proof that this doesn't work this is proof that I guess I can't do it. I guess, you know, some people can, and I guess this is not my thing. Like, you have a decision to make. Or, that's one, that what I just said, that's, that's the first. The second could be, I guess I'm going to try again. I guess I'm going to keep at it. I guess I'm going to look at, where things went left. Maybe I need a new direction. Maybe progress didn't happen because I thought I followed all the steps, but I left some of the steps out. It's like baking a cake. Right? You can follow all the steps, but if you miss one of the ingredients, it's probably not going to come out the way you expect it to. But here's the key. This is the this is the key lesson right here. I think most importantly is understanding that there are no mistakes. That there are no mistakes. This journey really is all about the mind. I, I know I've said it before, but I and and the reason I keep honing in on it is because this is where life got me right now. I'm deep into the mind work. And I'm finding out that my mind underneath the surface is not all that I have thought that it was. That on the surface, you can, you can, re- you can say affirmations. You can say them. They're wonderful. You can consciously believe certain things but oftentimes when you see a contradiction in the actual results that you're getting in life be certain that it's still you at work and there is something beneath the surface that is throwing up that conflict or allowing that conflict or resulting in that conflict I should say or contradiction so Being able to understand that there are no mistakes, that in every pursuit, even in failure or perceived failure, that you are simply moving closer to the truth. See, I could have planted the seed. I could have moved over to the big garden, right? And everything could have went well. 
And I wouldn't have had it in my radar when someone else asked me, well, what do you do? Oh, all you got to do is just get you some little seeds, plant them, girl, do that. You're good to go. But I wouldn't have I wouldn't have honed in to what I learned. What I learned was the aspect about the dirt and the Ph.D. What I learned was the aspect about the flowers and the bees. I, those are those are intricate details that due to my failure is now on my radar. If you can't figure out how to love, not endure, but love the journey, I mean, you got to get off on it. I mean, you got to get off on it. Like the more you fail and come up short, you like, oh, shit. Yes. Okay, what you what you trying to show me now? What you trying to tell me now? What's the lesson in this? That's where the good stuff happens. You can always tell the people who skip who skip the process. Now, it's not that you can't ultimately get to a goal, right? Whether it's weight loss, whether it's, you know, temporarily getting rid of some symptoms when it comes to an illness, even success. But you can always tell the ones who skip the process. And the process is essentially your foundation. We ain't got no staying power. We ain't got no staying power. I looked up the word committed. I'm like, everybody say the word committed, committed. What does committed mean? And it said dedication and loyalty to something. Dedi- like, what are you dedicated and loyal to? Certainly not yourself. You can't be dedicated. We more dedicated to other people and more loyal to other people than ourselves. I don't care who they are. They can be your grandmother, your mother, whoever. You shouldn't be more dedicated and loyal to nobody more than you are to yourself. Wholeheartedly. That was the second definition. It said committed means wholeheartedly dedicated. Because when you are wholeheartedly dedicated to something, you simply don't pack up the bag and chalk it up as an L and give in, give up because it doesn't happen in the way that you expect it to or in the time frame that you expect it to. Time. Time has played us. Time has played us. Because time doesn't exist. Well, that don't make no sense. What is time? I know you look on your watch, you look on your phone. What is time? Somebody created time. Time ain't real. <laughs> time isn't real. It doesn't exist. You can stop time. You can speed it up. I, I know it sounds crazy. I know. But what I'm telling you is, I'm trying to get you to the point to where you can bend reality. That reality, your reality bends to your will. I'm I'm talking about some next level stuff. Right? But it's going to take coming up short. It's going to take the harvest not coming in the way that you expect it. In the time frame that you expect it. It's going to take that happening. To tap into it. And I was reading a book. And it made a good point. 
And it was talking about how, you know, essentially the greatest teachers in the world, greatest coaches, spiritual leaders, pastors, whatever the hell you want to call them, right? You can you can read the greatest books, be great mentor about the greatest people, but they are only guides. They're essentially guiding you to the door. But at the end of the day, you got to extend your hand, turn the knob, and then walk in yourself. That part you must do on your own. You got to do it on your own. And the journey helps you figure you out. Like, you are your own experiment. (laughs) That's what makes this fun. You are essentially getting to know who you are and then creating who you would like you to be. (sighs) My last lesson. Lesson from the garden, y'all. When the harvest don't come, what can you learn? What can you learn? Um... We got to figure out if the harvest is worth it. If the harvest is worth it, then you got to be willing to replant. Yeah. Only you can know that. You got to know. You got to only you can decide if your harvest, if the harvest that you're after is worth it. If it's worth it. Is it worth it? I don't know. I don't know, y'all. You got to decide, is it worth? I, I just need you to know there, there, are, there are points when I'm in the dungeon, you know, so to speak. When I'm trying to, like, mind is going on, spirit is all over the place. I wish I could capture those moments <clears throat> so that you can better understand that it's not, it's not that I'm trying to come at you like I got it all figured out. But that what I'm learning is that there are key, there's a key. There's a key to this thing. That there is nothing that you can't draw yourself out of. That there is nothing that you can't heal yourself from. Like the you are perfection. That you come from perfection. That's what essentially the universe is. Perfection. Have you ever looked at the designs in 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 nature? How 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 does that how cut open um, lettuce? Just cut it right in half. The symmetry. How does it happen like that? It, you, you can you can even look at your fingerprint. You can look at different things on your body. Like you come from perfection. So essentially, the hiccups that we are experiencing right it is really an error in thought if we can shift our perspective to be able to understand that everything essentially is working for your good everything you know i got last <laughs> had a long day yesterday and i surprised myself and i was coming home late it, it wasn't late late it's probably you know it was late for me because it was, um, I don't know, maybe 8 o'clock. And my husband called me. He was like, I need you to ride with me, you know, <laughs> you know, to the dealership. I'm like, okay. 
So he was getting his car service. So I'm figuring whatever happened, he didn't get um, transported back like he was supposed to, yada, yada, right? So he was like, I know you're tired, but um, I need you to go back up there because these people didn't do X, Y, Z, you know? And I'm thinking, oh, hell, <laughs> like it's about to go down. So I was like, okay. Now, I shocked myself as I'm watching myself. Like, there was no, anything that came up, there was nothing negative that came up. Like, me being bothered, that it was inconveniencing me, that I was tired, that, like, damn, babe, like, really? I was just like, okay. And so, as he he comes, he scoops me up, and he's telling me the scenario of what happened, right? And so, my response is, I, I see what you're saying, is this something that, and I, this is my response to him. I'm like, is this something that we want to expend energy on? And he was like, yes, because, and he gives me his reason. And I say, okay. And I'm cool, right? Now, in my mind, I'm thinking I would probably handle it differently, but I'm so cool to how he wants to handle it, right? He was like, I just need you here because you, you my balance, right? Like, you my, you know, I'm feeling better already. I'm like, hey, baby, call me the equalizer. That's what I'm here to do. But I'm observing myself, like, as as it's happening. And I'm like, and I'm shocked. Because I'm like, oh, okay, I can dig it. I mean, everything ends up turning out well. But, actually, it turned out more than well. But, <laughs> What was the point that I was trying to make, y'all? Damn. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, I'm trying to impress upon you, one, to power your mind, two, your ability to really not only reconstruct your life, but your thinking and really begin to master your reality. Master it. I can't emphasize enough the significance, the importance, how vital it is, at least in, 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 in the initial phase, of kind of creating a cocoon around yourself. All of the things that get you emotional, and you having opinions about, it just don't matter in the grand scheme of things, right? You ain't figured you out. That that got to be your main focus. I ain't talking about for 2019. I don't give a damn what month is on the calendar. I'm talking about for now. How, how does one master your own life? You got to master your mind, it is your thinking. Now, I'm also going to say this, right? Because I'm a rebel at heart, right? Even when I try not to be, right? I'm always like, well, why I got to do it that damn way? Who said? Who, who who came up with that? Right? So I've been off and on with my meditation, right? You know, I do it, not do it. Um, and mentally, I trick myself into believing that all right, you know, ooh, I mean, when I first started, like 10 minutes was like a lifetime to me, like trying to silence my mind and my thoughts, right? But because of just what has kind of transpired, 
what's been in the air energetically, whatever you want to call it for the past few months. Like I had to meditate because my thoughts were all over the place and I couldn't, I just was having such a difficult time recalibrating. And I was getting to the point to where I would prepare to meditate for an hour. Sometimes it didn't, it didn't, I didn't need to go that long. Sometimes I did. Like whatever it took, I was like, whatever it takes for me to calm these thoughts, like whatever, I got to get back in control of this. So I, I, I want to emphasize the importance of stealing, you know, and, and sometimes you don't really know um, what to do. is like, well, how do you meditate? You know, I sit here with my eyes closed. Um, some people criticize guided meditation. It's, it's been a lifesaver for me because it helps. Now, eventually you graduate, you get to the point to where, no, you know, you don't, you don't need to be guided. You guide yourself. But when use the tools that you can use to your advantage and being guided, you get in a zone, right? You make sure that, you know, the music or whatever, the, the whatever type of, um, background they have going on is set at a certain frequency and it helps you get there and you have it's the practice y'all it don't happen like magical and sometimes you can be doing it and it's like what's the point you know I do it because they say I should do this it's the but it's the intention that takes you next level and I'm saying all that to say that that has been critical to help pull me, to bring me back, to get back into my creative power. Because again, just like with the garden, it don't matter what I did underneath the surface. No, no, no. Let me rephrase that. It don't matter what I think I did underneath the surface. What I manifested told the story. So it don't matter, and this is me holding me accountable, right? It don't matter what I come up here and say. It don't matter what I share with people, philosophies, mindset, food, exercise. If my life, right, is not reflective of that, I got a problem. Because what you see and experience in the physical is a manifestation of the non-physical. Point blank, period. No exceptions. So for me, you know, hitting certain blocks, it blew me. Like, initially, I'm thinking, this is cool because this is the process. This is the process. This is the process, right? I'm not stuck on time frames. It don't have to happen by a certain time, right? I'm over that. I used to be, I'm over that, right? I'm in a journey, I'm loving the process, but then I hit a period where, okay, what am I seeing with my physical eyes that's showing me a reflection of what's really going on underneath the surface? <sighs> Does any of that make any sense? What, what do you do when a harvest doesn't come, man? When you come up short? What do you do? You got to regroup. <laughs> you got to you gotta recognize that growth isn't happening. Right? I, I, I may need to change up some things. 
I, I may have to make a decision. No, I have to make a decision to, to leave everything as it is and hope for the best or, 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 or I got to disrupt the normal flow of things. And I got to set a new direction and risk, risk getting rid of small aspects that may, I may consider to be good in order to really come into larger aspects. Like you got to put something down to pick something up. If I try if you if you have a ball in one hand and I say here take this bet how can you take the bet with the ball in your hand life is a is an exchange that's what the flow is you got to stay in the flow and you can't despise this latest journey for me I say the past maybe four months, maybe three months, I'm not sure. Um, or this year, shoot. As I was meditating the other day, it came to me that my last kind of big transition or transformation was like 2000 and I guess 14. When I say large, I mean like earth shattering, like took me to my knees, like I literally couldn't figure out what the hell was going on or how to get my way out. All I knew was to, to, to stay. I had enough faith that there's something good coming out of this state of course. So that's what I mean by big. That was like 2014. So this, this right here, this year has been another cycle of that. Right. And it came to me in my last meditation and spirit said to me, do you know the difference between then and now in this journey? Before you were able to find genuine, right? Authentic, right? Not just saying it out of your mouth. Genuine gratitude for the journey that you were on. You were genuinely thankful and you were excited about even in your darkest moments, even in the moments of greatest pain, you were so grateful for the opportunity to experience that. And this go round, you've been despising certain aspects and you've taken yourself in a tailspin and this is why you haven't been able to get out of it. You, this is why you haven't, one, learned the lesson and two, <clears throat> rose, rose above it. And I was like, damn. And it immediately hit me like, wow. I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it. I knew my mind was getting to a point to where, you know, I, I again, man, I have so many different techniques, right? <laughs> and different things and different things I listen to. But I had just hit a point to where I, I, I couldn't get myself out. I didn't know why. Right. And then I would back off like, OK, just leave it alone. You're trying. You, it's too much pressure. Right. Anyway, long story short, it's a great day. 
It's a great time to be alive. Like out of all the moments in history, as long as existence has existed, and I don't know, I'm not going to sit here and try to give you no philosophical BS about how long we've existed, because damn it, I don't know. But what I do know is, out of all the chances, out of all the opportunities, out of all the things that had to align, right, for me to be here at this moment, at this point of time, it's good man it is good and I'm trying to get you to see out of all of what I've said I don't know if it made sense or not when the harvest doesn't come you just gotta believe there's something about and I have heard this so many times from other people whether it's you know motivational people or just people who become successful who've been interviewed and they've all said the same thing. So I, I've just heard it repeated so many times. It is the moment when you feel like you got nothing left. When you've tried everything. When you just at your breaking point. You don't see no way out. That's the moment. If you, I'm telling you, if you can just push even harder at that moment. That's the moment. That's the separator. Now It, it really is a separator. So many people get... They come all that way to that point. Why? Why would you come that far? Why would you endure so much up until that point to then get nothing out of it? Damn it, do it hard. Do it painful. Do it without knowing, but knowing, right? Like you don't know how exactly exactly it's going to happen, when exactly it's going to happen, but you know healing is yours. Abundance is yours. Wellness is yours. No doubts, right? Like in the midst of literally being, everything around you is crumbling. And you keep coming up short. But that's the willing to look like a fool. Damn it, I will try again and again and again. I don't have no time frame, right? How, How the hell do I give up on me? How do I give myself an expiration date? What kind of shit is that? I give it everything I got. I give it everything I got. I will try 10,000 times. It sound good, but it's hard as hell when you got to do it. When you've given it everything for months and years, years. It's the making of something great, y'all. It's the making of something great, the power we all got access to. And I'm telling you, if you align with it, if you align with it, there is nothing that you can't. I sound so cliche. I hate saying it, but it's literally nothing you can't do. Like you are just that powerful. This is what I'm figuring out, y'all. I thought I had already like passed this. I thought this was kind of like, you know, level one, but I, I hadn't figured it out. Like literally, it is nothing that you can't do. There is there there are no limitations. What is an illness? That's bullshit. It ain't no illness. There is no lack. I, I don't want anybody around me talking like that. Literally, you gotta you go far from me. I go mute. I can't. I, I'm oh yo, you can't be around me no more. You can't. No, you never. Don't enter my house. There, I got a new saying from a um um nothing. I don't even remember nothing, nothing but good and positive shall enter here. That's the takeaway. Woo, that was good. Thank you. Yeah, that's the takeaway. 
nothing but good and positive shall enter here. That's for entering your mind, right? Entering your thoughts, entering your home, entering your ears, whatever. Entering your body, nothing but good and positive. That's where we going with this. Let's go. Let's go. It's cool. We going to revamp. The harvest didn't come yet. Yet. That's all I got, y'all. <sighs> Until next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.